Welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. In today's episode, Brent continues with the series titled Learning to Lead. Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We are on week number two of a little series called Learning to Lead, which I'm super passionate about and it's really aimed for those who are new to leadership, young people, youth leaders, and even those who might be uh, maybe not so young biologically, but new to the faith. How do we get a handle on this thing called leadership? So 10 lessons for those just learning to lead. And last week we looked at the first one, leaders have to learn to see themselves as leaders. But I want to dive straight into lesson number two. Leaders feel fear but have learned to face fear. This is a huge leadership lesson. Now, I wish I could tell you, don't worry, fear goes away after a while. It doesn't. Fear is part, a natural part of a leader's life. And the difference between leaders and followers is followers often bow to their fears, but leaders have learned to face their fears. Facing fears and overcoming fears is what leaders do. There's no escaping it. There's no getting away from it. If you think you're a leader, but never face any situations that are anxiety-filled, fearful, then chances are you're not even leading at all. Why? Let me give you some reasons. Because leaders do new things and most people fear change. Because leaders take risks and face the fear of failure. Because leaders stretch themselves in fear they might not be up to the task. Because leaders often have to stand up in front of people and speak and most people fear standing up in front of a crowd. Because leaders are responsible and carry the consequences if everything goes wrong. Because leaders challenge the status quo and have to face opposition, rejection and criticism and so the list goes on. What's the big idea? Leaders have to learn to face their fears. Two quotes that I want to give you. I don't really like these quotes but I've never forgotten them. Quote number one is leadership is the art of disguising fear or even disguising terror. And many times people would say, oh, but Brent, you look confident, you're standing up there, if only you knew what was going on behind the scenes. Leaders have just learned to be comfortable carrying fear and realizing that they can do it despite the fear. The other quote is from Craig Rochelle, a well-known leader of Life Church in, uh, in America. And he said this way, he said, the pathway to your greatest breakthrough is straight through your greatest fear. Don't you love that? If you want to step into your greatest breakthrough, it's probably going to be straight through your greatest fear. And we've got to take that step. So let's get practical. If uh, if learning to lead, okay, fear is going to be part of it. I feel fear. I feel nervous. How do we go about growing to overcome our fears? I want to give you three practical biblical examples and principles. The first one is learning to meditate on God's word until you are convinced that God is with you. Amazing thing, whenever God deals with fear, He doesn't give you a long five-point checklist. He simply says, I am with you. And now, many Christians know it in their head, but have they got that revelation inside of their heart? Have a look at Joshua 1 verse 9. God said, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And sometimes we've got to meditate on that truth until it becomes part of us. God spoke this word to Joshua three times. Not just an empty pep talk to talk, telling him to be strong and courageous. Notice that little word, be strong and courageous, for. Because the reason is, I will be with you wherever you go. Do you know it? Do you know it, God? I've got an unfair advantage because you're with me. And I'm going to overcome this fear because I know that you are with me. May this become 
truth and life inside. Remember, last week we looked at Gideon, that young man with the inferiority complex. And what did God say? Judges 6 verse 15. Pardon me, my Lord. Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I'm the least in my family. And the Lord answered, I will be with you. And you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. The key to victory, I will be with you. Leaders, we're going to face fears. It's part of what it means to be in leadership. How do we overcome it? Number one, meditating on this truth until it becomes life to you. God is with you. Second one, you've got to grow your faith until it's bigger than your fear. You're always going to feel fear. I'm convinced even David, when he faced Goliath, felt fear, but his faith was bigger than his fear. So if you continually give in to fear, what it means is your fear is still bigger than your faith. And the challenge for us as we grow is to grow our faith until it's bigger than our fears. 1 Samuel 17, 36, speaking about David and Goliath, and David answered, he said, Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. I love that. David's faith in God's saving power had grown because in the past he'd seen how God had protected him. I mean, can you imagine facing a lion or a bear? I mean, these are not small tests, but he'd faced these and he'd seen the hand of God and he'd become convinced that God can protect me. And because his faith now, because of his past, he'd meditated on what God had done in his life. Now his faith was bigger than his fear. So now he could take on the giant Build your faith in God's faithfulness by recognizing how God has delivered you in the past. And this gives you faith in the future. I remember when uh, we launched into our first building project and I was full of fear. I mean, this is multi-million rand deal and can we do it? We don't have the money. But what gave me the faith is not just what God had spoken, but what God had done in the past. From the time we planted the church, we'd seen the gracious hand of God providing for us every step of the way. And looking back at the lions and the bears providing for salaries and expenses in the past gave us faith to trust the giant into the future. Let me land uh, very quickly in the third one. How do we uh, grow our faith to be bigger than our fear? Is we've got to believe in the goodness of God and not the lies of the enemy. Do you know fear lies to you? Fear tells you the worst story. Fear exaggerates the danger and opposition. Fear makes you doubt. Doubt God and doubt yourself, fear lies. And the truth of God's word for those who follow Jesus like sheep. Um, Remember, David had this revelation. He knew the Lord is my shepherd, which means in Psalm 23 verse 6, he could say, Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. I love that. David wasn't fearing disaster, fearing the worst, fearing all the lies of fear, because he knew surely goodness and mercy will follow me. And if we're going to overcome fear, we've got to stop fearing the worst, fearing failure, fearing it's going to be a disaster and trusting in God's goodness to follow us. I love Nehemiah. He had this revelation of the gracious hand of God in Nehemiah 2 verse 8. He said, may I have letters to Asaph, keeper of the royal park, so that he'll give me timber to make beams for the gates of the citadel by the temple and for the city wall and for the residence I will occupy. Listen to this. And because the gracious hand of my God was on me, the king granted my request. That's the revelation we need. We overcome fear, fear of failure, fear of disaster when we know, God, your gracious hand, your goodness is upon me. So these leaders had learned to overcome the lies of fear by trusting in the goodness of God. Very quickly, let me leave you with three questions. Number one, are you really, really 
convinced that God is with you, which means you have an unfair advantage and every reason to succeed. Number two, when you look back on your life, what lions and bears has God already helped you to overcome? And lastly, what lies of fear do you usually fall for? Are you ready to start trusting in the truth of His goodness rather than falling for the lies of fear? Leaders, this is a big one. If we're going to learn to lead, we've got to learn to overcome fear by the grace of God. I hope this helps. Looking forward to sharing lesson number three with you next week. So until then, God bless and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.